Good morning and a warm welcome to your show, Sunny Mornings in Boston. We're the daily podcast that gets you started on the right foot and always with a positive vibe. I'm your host, Melissa, and it's Monday, February 5th. You'll be interested to note today, 2,170 years ago, in 146 BC, the Punic Wars ended. The Third Punic War, the last of three between Rome and Carthage, came to an end, culminating in the final destruction of Carthage and the beginning of Roman hegemony over the Mediterranean. Now let's check out the weather in the Boston area. This morning, it's sunny and feels like 17 degrees with 11 mile per hour wind. Tonight, the sun will set at 5.02 p.m. and will rise again tomorrow at 6.52 a.m. It looks like we're in for a sunny day with a high near 37 and north wind 10 to 13 mile per hour. Tonight, partly cloudy with a low around 25 and north wind 9 to 11 mile per hour. The first high tide Monday will be at 6.45 a.m. with a low tide around 1.15 p.m. The nearshore buoy at Cape Cod Bay reads 38.7 degrees for the water temperature. Looking ahead in the weather, we'll see a mix of partly sunny and mostly cloudy skies over the next few days. Temperatures will gradually rise from a high of 36 degrees on Tuesday to 49 degrees by Friday. Expect consistent north winds shifting to the south by the week's end. Bonjour, food enthusiasts. This podcast is brought to you by Versailles Cafe and Pastries in Encinitas. Nestled on El Camino Real South, just north of Encinitas Boulevard, this cafe is a haven for culinary delights. Indulge in their amazing Eggs Benedict or their gluten-free crepes. You can grab a panini for lunch or just breeze on through to get your morning coffee. They are open every day from eight to five. So stop on by and don't forget to tell them, Sunny Morning send you. In local news, Bill Belichick, after his departure from the New England Patriots, published a heartfelt, full-page thank-you letter in the Boston Globe. Celebrating his 24-year journey with the team, Belichick expressed deep gratitude to the devoted Patriots fans. He highlighted their passion and unwavering support in all weathers, and their overwhelming presence in stadiums across the country and even internationally. Belichick reminisced about the six triumphant parades in Boston, reflecting on the mutual love and gratitude shared. Belichick's letter appears strategically timed, considering recent challenges in securing a coaching position for 2024. His focus now shifts to staying relevant in the game, possibly through media opportunities, as he might have to delay his return to coaching until 2025. Now on to sports. This weekend, the Pro Bowl games took place in Orlando, Florida. Looks like the NFC beat the ASC 64 to 59 in a game of flag football. I hope they had some nice weather. Only six more days until Super Bowl 58, folks. Also this weekend, the National Hockey League had their all-star game. 
This year, they play two different games of three-on-three -three with four different team captains, drafting to build their all-star team. Team Matthews beat Team Hughes 6-5, and Team McDavid beat Team McKinnon 4-3. Hockey games resume today, but the Bruins don't play their next game until Tuesday, when they are at home taking on the Flames. In the NBA, last night, Jason Tatum led the Boston Celtics to a blowout win, 131-91 over the Memphis Grizzlies. Tatum scored 34 points. The Celtics, recovering from a recent loss, faced a Grizzlies team hampered by injuries, with only eight players available. Boston's coach Joe Mazzulla praised his team's execution and mindset. Pristaps Porzingis contributed 26 points, and Derek White and Al Horford added 15 and 11 points, respectively. The Celtics bench players took over in the final quarter, with the team now boasting an impressive 23-3 record at home. The Grizzlies, led by Scottie Pippen Jr. with 19 points, showed resilience despite their limited squad. The game also featured a heartfelt tribute to Marcus Smart, a former Celtic, acknowledging his contributions to the team and community. In other top news, the FIFA World Cup final in 2026 is set to be hosted in New York, triumphing over Dallas and Los Angeles. This highly anticipated event will take place at New Jersey's MetLife Stadium, a venue with a capacity of 82,500 and home to the NFL's New York Giants and New York Jets. Easily accessible from Manhattan, MetLife Stadium is a familiar venue for major events, having hosted sold-out concerts and a Super Bowl. New York Mayor Eric Adams and New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy actively promoted MetLife Stadium, highlighting the region's infrastructure and global appeal. The U.S., along with Canada and Mexico, are co-hosts for the 2026 World Cup. The tournament kicks off in Mexico City, with the U.S. and Canada hosting games in Los Angeles and Toronto. While Dallas lost the bid for the final, it will host nine games, including a semifinal more than any other city. The decision places New York at the forefront of the global sporting stage in July of 2026. Now on to business news. Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell speaking on CBS 60 Minutes, indicates that interest rate cuts are on the horizon, but unlikely to occur in March. Despite Wall Street's expectations, the Fed is seeking more confidence in inflation moving closer to its 2%, target before making such a move. Since April 2021, the Fed has implemented aggressive interest rate hikes to combat inflation. Now, with inflation rates easing and the U.S. economy showing strength, including significant job growth and high consumer sentiment, a rate cut seems imminent later this year. Powell emphasizes the importance of restoring price stability and the Fed's non-political stance, despite congressional pressures for early rate cuts. The Fed also keeps a cautious eye on potential economic risks from geopolitical turmoil, though Powell remains optimistic about the economy's trajectory towards a soft landing. In crypto, Bitcoin is at 42,700, Ethereum is about 2,300, and Cardano 
is down to about 50 cents. Moving on to a more local vibe. In our community spotlight on health and wellness, we are working with a national Pilates studio to bring you some free classes, so listen up. Check out Club Pilates with several locations in the Boston area. Pilates presents a comprehensive wellness approach, cultivating strength, reducing tension, and elevating mental well-being. Scientific research affirms its benefits. So now you can check out Club Pilates for a free class with locations in Canton, Wellesley, Hingham, Brookline, and Framingham. Just be sure to tell them Sunny Morning sent you by. And now back to the show. Now let's talk more tech and crypto. In an intriguing court case, computer scientist Craig Wright claims he's the elusive Satoshi Nakamoto, the creator of Bitcoin. Wright has been asserting this since 2016, and the upcoming trial in the UK High Court will scrutinize his claim. The Crypto Open Patent Alliance, also known as COPA, brought the case against Wright, challenging his claim, and the lawsuits he's filed asserting intellectual property rights over Bitcoin. COPA aims to get a declaration that Wright isn't the Bitcoin white paper's author and didn't write the original code, hoping to stop him from claiming otherwise. This trial has far-reaching implications, potentially impacting Bitcoin's future development and control. Wright's credibility and the authenticity of his documents will be key focus areas, with accusations of document forgery in the spotlight. If Wright is declared Nakamoto, it could grant him significant control over Bitcoin, potentially stifling its development. The outcome could influence global perceptions and legal rulings regarding Bitcoin's authorship. And in entertainment news, at the 2024 Grammy Awards last night, Taylor Swift surprised fans by announcing a new album, The Tortured Poets Department, set to release on April 19th. Contrary to expectations of her last album, Reputation, Taylor's version, Swift revealed this entirely new project while accepting the Best Pop Vocal Album Award for Midnight's. The album consists of 16 songs, plus a bonus track titled The Manuscript. Swift shared that she had kept this album a secret for two years. Her Instagram bio now intriguingly states, all's fair in love and poetry. Well, alrighty folks, it's time for the quote of the day. And today, our quote comes from me. The secret to getting ahead is getting started. So on that note, let's get started. And that's a wrap for this morning. Remember to stay tuned tomorrow for more news and updates. Have an amazing day, my good friends.